welcome you to Apocalypse, Mr. Manheim. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. It's Darkseid's Couch. Ah. I'm Mike, and that's James, and that's Shane. Today we're doing X-Force number 11, and it's the worst thing I've ever read in my life. You know, we were gone. Like, did you forget how to do it? We were gone for a while, for no good reason. Just too busy. <laughs> too goddamn busy. And now we're back. I'm, I'm back on the internet, back on the air, on the internet, the hardest medium to get into. They Dude, don't let everybody on the internet. You have internet. to understand what electricity is first. You have to understand electricity. You have to get buttons. Mm-hmm. You really have to understand buttons. You have to understand the symbolism behind them. It's like I can't yeah. speak ancient hieroglyphics. No. I don't know that. The button represents something. It represents something, but we'll never truly know. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, then. All right. This is this is getting weird. Art. Like People who look back in the 90s won't know what our fascination with the letter X was and why it had to be the beginning of yeah. everything we were a part of. In the 90s. In the 1990s, the year of our Lord, 1990 something. I think people will remember it was also the time where uh, Z's instead of S's made things a lot cooler. Yeah. Yeah. What was that about? And our teenage idols were fucking Bill and Ted and Wayne's World and and mediocre schlubs. Bill was the man. Ted could go fuck himself. Like what? I'm I'm literally too young to. Uh, you don't know Bill and Ted? I've never, I mean, my friends know Bill and Ted and stuff, but I've honestly never seen a Bill and Ted movie. Oh, just don't. There's only two. Like, they're great in perspective. Like, they're good for me. But if you didn't grow up with it, you're just going to be like, God, people are fucking dumb. I've seen Lost Boys with with the guy that played Bill. Bill Bill Esquire or Ted Theodore Esquire? Who's who? Hey, guys, that movie's dumb, too. (laughs) Oh. Oh, Lost Boys? Okay. Oh, yeah, we had this whole conversation. It's just, yeah, you're right, but it's the benefit of nostalgia. Nostalgia makes everything seem better than it was. Like it's not going to come out, but it's Halloween. Like, I came out on Halloween because it's the only day we're all free because none of us were well, invited to parties. Not by the, this, it'll be after Halloween when this comes out. I know when it comes out, it'll be after Halloween, but we're recording We are on recording Halloween. it on Halloween. So I'm going to admit that, that it's no. Halloween. Like, we had, like, your house is very haunted Halloween. episode. Like it's very. I know. Last year we made a big deal about Halloween, and this you, year we're just too busy. You to actually, you wanted to do an episode every week for Halloween. I did. You wanted to do like four, and I was like, I guess we can try to do it. And then you just said, No, we can't record for like six weeks. Yeah. And then you just completely pulled the plug on it. And I was like, I don't even remember how to do this fucking show anymore. You guys don't. Uh, yeah, you guys uh, don't realize how difficult this is. But like, mm-hmm. I, I came up with the idea for this show, and then I have been zero help. And keeping it going, or uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it going right now because we're talking about X Force. <laughs> we I don't want to edit all this shit out. I, I, also, I also fixed Jay's mic, so that sibilance. Is anybody's complained about the sibilance? It's I'm fucking working on it. I took care of it. Stop complaining. I, I just so you all guys know, I picked X Force number eleven because I said it in an earlier episode that we would do X Force, and I picked one because the the numbers were in succession. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's volume one, actually. You get three. It's volume yeah, one. It's three ones. Number 11 from 1992. I thought it would be a good, it'd be good backdrop for all the X's. Yeah. We, got some, we got some different I lines. You've had some X today. God damn. Uh, <laughs> title book is Friendly Reminders, written by Fabian Nikenza and Rob Liefeld, art by Mark Pasella and Dan Panosian. And I have to say, Mark Bus- Pasella sucks. Might be worse than Rob Liefeld. They're both pretty bad. This whole you- book reeks of mediocrity from Rob Liefeld. Well, what he's trying to do, it's clear. Okay, this is, I, I guess let's talk a little about this. So X-Force, my understanding was just like the, mil- it was intended to be like the militant version of the X-Men. 
correct? Yeah. Yeah, but the X-Men are pretty militant already. Well, yeah, that's what people don't realize. X-Men started out, it was supposed to be a school for kids, for troubled and gifted kids, and then it just turned into a task force. Yeah. So this was supposed to be the more explicit task force. Is X-Force the one that eventually Peter David started writing? Who's Peter David? From oh, the Hulk? Come on. You. He's a legendary writer. He's the one that made Aquaman cool. I also don't know the names of any uh anyone on your baseball team that you like. Yeah, but you're doing yeah, but you're not either. doing a baseball podcast. You're doing True. a comic book podcast. I don't remember anyone's names. And this is when you came and up. Peter David's a <laughs> big name. Yeah, that's a big one. Ooh, man, you showed your I don't hand think on I know one. the names of any comic book writer I like. Did you believe these things were real? And like you didn't realize that people were wrote and drew them? Oh, when I was a kid, no. Ah. For sure, no, when I was a kid. Do you know who Rob Liefeld is? I do now. Yeah, how do you know that? When I was a kid, I thought he's the guy who made all the comic books that exist hey, in the That world. was kind of true. He, he made at least like 60% of the comic books on the shelf in the early 90s. Well, this was right before... That's so sad. Okay, a quick history of this. So X-Force comes out. This was Rob Liefeld's idea. Rob Liefeld was just the shit in the 90s, and there's been a million articles written about him, but basically it boils down to he was young, he was dumb, he sucked, but whatever, he hit a nerve with the kids... The kids who like big muscles and big chests and everything like that. And so he became huge and the entire industry had to copy what he was doing. So he was writing this book, X-Force, with all these shitty, uh, shitty mutants and everything. And uh, this was at the point where he was about to leave Marvel and go co-found Image. Yeah. And that's basically where if he ever gave a shit, he gave even less of a shit now <laughs> because he, he had one foot out the door. And now we've got this guy replacing him. So everybody started drawing like him. And then we got this guy, Mark Pasella. Who might be worse? He does like an almost perfect uh, Rob Liefeld impression with his pencils. Yeah, it's- we should appreciate his artistic ability to copy this because well, this is what his editors told him to do. They're like, hey, yeah. you need to look just like Rob Liefeld or this is going to sell. We're not going to pay you. Well, so that's- it's like, shit, I have to give up on what I want to copy this dude's garbage well, just so I can pay my rent. So does that mean if you can copy a shitty artist perfectly, does that make you worse than them or does that make you a great artist? Did uh, I think I don't know if this is uh if this is correct. Is either Michelangelo or Leonardo, one of the great artists, well, one, one of the, of the great, great artists in the world like had to stand in front of the king or the emperor or whatever and say prove to me that you are an amazing artist and he took a pencil or an ink quill or something and made a perfect circle in, in radius. And that's, that's how he showed he was the greatest artist. That but, sounds like bullshit that he said to like get laid. Right, but... With some oh, yeah, that, that, that really gets the ladies wet is when we know you can draw the a perfect time circle. before there was TV. But Listen, like, we didn't know what a perfect circle was yet. We weren't into that. I'm half <laughs> chub at the idea of it myself. That's gross. But it's pretty amazing. Like uh, We're saying this is shit art, but if this was his job, was to just recreate that style yeah. perfectly against he, his own style. He did a great... Uh, he did a great job. Yeah, you'd like to well, believe we that he's secretly looked up. great. I looked him up. He sucks. He's not good. <laughs> oh, what if that's well, what just he was told to do? All his career? Just <laughs> look like Rob Liefeld? Um, all right. Well, let's try and we talk about this. We can't even get past the cover. The cover? No, okay. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think part of the draw here is Rob Liefeld created Deadpool, but not the Deadpool that you know now. Well, he seems Rob Liefeld and, and similar. Fabian. Fabian Nikenza? Yeah, they both did. Like, they seem, he seems pretty Deadpool-y in this. Yeah, kind he's, of. He's not can... as aware. He's not as self-aware. Um, he's not as meta, but I he's think not he's... not as meta. I think he's... Uh, as self-aware I mean, as he's got the same quirks, he doesn't know he's right? in a comic yeah he's got kind of the same quirk. he's a little more lighthearted. he's just an assassin he's just a slightly quirky assassin we're not even there yet. like so this book out, yeah. starts with like x-force is in the sewers and they just killed a bunch of people 
And now they're complaining that they have to walk in a sewer with all the dead bodies they're carrying from their previous adventure, which is apparently what we're walking into Thin here. skin, guys. They just murdered a bunch of people. They murdered a bunch of people, and they're kind of sending a message to, what are they, the Morlocks? Yeah, the Morlocks, who are horrific. The Morlocks are like the underground mutants who didn't do nobody no harm, usually. The Chuds. They're the Chuds. They're the Chuds of the X-Universe. Why aren't they being helped? Why are why don't they have universal health care? Why aren't the people on the street outside my apartment being helped? It's right. the same it's the same exactly. problem. Like and answer that question. Maybe we should be sending X Morse out to in cable to be shooting these people. Send cable and his giant shoulder pads out to his shoulder pads solve should be used problem. to carry the weight of the working class. Pretty much the <laughs> only comment shit. I have on this on this entire comic uh, is is on this page, which is uh, their legs are as thick as their bodies. Yeah. Well, I, I, that's worse than Liefeld. I don't Let's know. I mean, it this. takes a great burden to carry the weight of the working class. No, well, no, apparently no, it doesn't because those legs are huge. <laughs> Jesus. No, no, I'm hitting the, hitting the Marxism gone. There's no Marxism. <laughs> this, this is a pretty Marxist comic. Yeah, you're way too high to be doing this this book right now. <laughs> uh, like, it's got all the best characters from my youth that I, I vaguely remember. Like, there's uh, all the all the C-list X-Men, right? There's Catgirl, and then there's Rocket Boost Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. then there's Explosion Girl. <gasps> yeah, yeah. And Native American Man. Giant. The Native American Man is like built like a square. So there's like a lot of Native American men throughout comic books I was that hoping, are basically this character. I was hoping you knew their name because I looked up their names and I instantly forgot. I was like, I'll just ask Mike so to remember like the names. So there's like Warpath. I don't know which one this I is. I think Warpath might be Indian, dude. There's like Warhawk. There's this is uh, so offensive. There's Apache Chief. It's it's not our fault. Yeah, I didn't he's not Apache. Uh, no, Apache Chief was a super friend, wasn't he? Yeah, yes, he's a he super was. friend, but he's the same character. Well, yeah, uh, up until like he's 2008, big, all minorities were written exactly the same in comic Man books. Man, and all right, so they're going down to the Morlock. We got to get get this through. book. Yeah, is just shit. keep going. He, he, yeah, he tells the Morlocks that their leader's dead, and then two Catwomen fight. Yeah, so there, it's a friendly reminder. Eh? Eh? Yeah. It's a friendly reminder uh, not to fuck with X Force. Because apparently, <laughs> uh, uh, apparently they'll they'll rip your skull off and they'll do just so yeah. In a previous adventure, I guess they uh, they they had some adversaries of some kind. They killed they Sauron. They killed Mask. They murdered them and enslaved them. Yeah. Well, they didn't enslave them. They just murdered them. Well, there's a and lady in them. chains. Well, She's yeah, just slave. to bring, just in the course of bringing them back to throw them in with the Morlocks well, and the, the shit stew that's the Morlocks <laughs> sewer stew. And then they uh, gave him a big old fuck you with Cannonball being alive. Cannonball is like, still alive. Look, Cannonball still alive. You guys couldn't even do that. You shit couldn't kill right. Cannonball. And like half of Cable's face is missing. Let's give it, let's give a better description of what we're seeing here. Like Cable's face is yeah. missing. Is it, was this because Terminator Two came out? No, originally when he came out, it was all bonded to him, like that. Like, what do you mean? His the, face was bonded to him? Yeah, the metal and all of that shit was oh, actually... Oh, yeah, no, his techno-virus, yeah. Yeah. For those we, who don't know, Cable has, like, a techno-organic virus, and you so know, he's all... You know, we need to bring light that somehow, at some point in the 80s, the, the Terminator movies and X-Men became kind of the same thing. Yes. And it got real confusing of what the backstories were for any of them because they're all basically the same. Mm-hmm. Where everyone's from a terrible future, they come back in time to stop robots yeah. from taking over that horrible future. And but they both came out around the same time. But because you can't make Terminator Two the comic book, basically, they made X Force, which is basically Terminator Two the comic book. Yeah, that's fair enough. 
That's a fair enough assessment. Yeah, with enough characters to make it visually appealing. Except mm-hmm. they have two cat ladies in here because they couldn't think of any other powers. No. So it's two cat have ladies. claws. So, all right. So, who is this? Thorn gets in a fight with who? Another other cat lady. Who's a Wolfsbane, maybe? Is that Wolfsbane? No, Wolfsbane is an ex... See, there's too many no, no, no. damn Terminator 2 characters. Yeah, I'm pretty... No. Did he kill... Wasn't Wolfsbane who later in the comic, Deadpool... Knocks Did out. Kill knocked out Wolfbane? No, that was, Oh yeah, maybe he does. Uh, God, these characters suck, the and they all have so many this, lines uh, on their face. Like, are they paid by the line? Wrinkles and dimples. I, I can't tell any face? people why the X Force are down here killing these these poor people. No, like they're all just poor people. And here's the big giant robot muscle men. Yeah, and they're and they're explosion ladies. Yep. So they 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 got they deliver their message to the Morlocks and who have uh, nothing. Like what yeah. are you like what are you trying to gain from abusing these 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 underdwellers? Well, my understanding of, of X Force at this time is they were trying to just basically set everyone up as hating Cable. They just wanted to like have all every faction and every group out there was just going to hate Cable. Was Ronald Reagan president? When no, this, this was, was going 1993. On? Was it 1990s. Oh, jeez. This was this was this was Cl- everyone had Clinton fever. This is a pretty fascist comic. Their, their crotches were itching with Clinton fever. Uh, you guys are giving me shit about the communism. But really, this is the pretty fascist, like, take no prisoners, guns first, big muscles, power. No feet. This is all <laughs> fascism. Actually, yeah, they are walking with dust blocking all of their feet. Like, I wonder if maybe he actually could draw feet and, like, his editor told him that that's not the Liefeld way <laughs> and made him go back and add a bunch of smoke. Well, smoke ads, like, this isn't for readers. Like, none of this is meant for people who like to read. This was meant for kids who don't read. But think they're reading? But if they're reading, they won't join a gang if they're reading something. I like, I think that's what their parents thought. I don't know what, like, how this got funded. Like, I, what's the point of all of this? It was wish fulfillment. It was fantasy fulfillment. So then we, we go back to the X-Force headquarters, which is in the uh, Adirondack Mountains. How are they paying for that? I don't know, government sanctions. I don't know, Xavier's funneling some money. Xavier runs a school that probably has a huge profit margin, and he's probably funding this shit. I don't know. Well, I, I read books Does he about- come from money? Xavier? Yeah. I don't think he comes from money, but he's 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 famous and he's well known and he's a he's a leader of a of a whole faction of people. Right, but that only matters if you got the Bitcoin to back it up. Bitcoin is worthless now. They, this, like, when stuff. this X Force is all about Bitcoin come to life. Yeah, that must be it. That's what everyone here represents. All giant imagery and no substance whatsoever. So back at the X-Force complex, we see uh, Shatterstar, who has like a six-foot-long ponytail, right. and he's exercising. So he's not a mutant, though. Pure, that's he, Liefeld, like, to a T. Oh, yeah. Did he create oh, yeah. this character? Because it looks like I, something I'm pretty sure Liefeld about. created Shatterstar. He created a lot of these characters. Um, yeah, he created the whole team, pretty much. He also created the, 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 the short-lived fad of these weird uh, helmets that covered, like, your forehead and the sides of your head. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. I think Kirby did a couple things like that, but they were cool when he did. And then Rob Liefeld just stole it and gave all these characters these weird helmets. Thor had one for a while in the 90s. Thor's redesigned. He had one of those helmets that just covers most of his face. Well, you don't want to mess with that hair. No, the hair comes out the top. It's, yeah. I'm not going to Hey, I'm not saying he doesn't look good. So is it because he's he's because he's not a mutant. He's from another dimension, right? Shatterstar. I was really hoping stars, you knew all that shit. He's from another dimension, I think. And uh, maybe that's just what your hair looks like in another dimension. You think maybe his hair has like nerves, nerves in it? Well, if he's from another dimension and he just happens to look human enough to pass amongst us, but be completely physiologically alien to us, I guess he would look like this. Wouldn't is he, he Superman? I have great question on it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, he's, he's got sentient hair, I'm going to go ahead and say. That's his superpower. 
sentient hair. He looks great. Yeah, yo, look he, his, he's ripped to shit. A lot of core work. He's been working out for hours, nonstop for over an hour, and uh, he's kicking the heads off of robots and shit like that. There's a couch in the war room for some reason that he's... he's, he's for resting after you're done killing yeah, robots. Yeah. And Not everyone can kick Frankensteins like Wonder Woman. Yeah. That was that, hot. Oh, uh, that 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 is lost on me. Was, you don't remember like six episode episodes ago, we did. where where uh, Wonder Woman spontaneously oh, fought a right, Frankenstein's monster. Right. <laughs> a few episodes ago was like a year ago, guys. Yeah, sure, that's that must be true. Uh, so then we see that uh, Shatterstar is being observed by our good friend Deadpool. Uh, that and he's standing over. Who is he standing over? Some rogue. Irish. He says Irish witch. That's not Rogue. Rogue wasn't an X Force. She looks just like Rogue, though. No, um, I got I I confused X Force with X Factor. That's what Peter David did. Now, what was X Factor? That was like the kids they running were children? around. Children, but wasn't that Generation X? Wasn't it this too? The New Mutants. Do you want okay X Factor? <laughs> the New Mutants. It wasn't X Men. It was about kids too. Yeah, well, because that's the thing is X Force was like a re- an adaptation of New Mutants, which was basically like the new class <sighs> of mutants. And Excalibur, I believe, was like the British team. Uh-huh. X-Force was the militant team. What the fuck was X-Factor supposed to be? X-Factor launched in 86 featuring uh, the five original X-Men. Oh, and I then they were that. Yeah, and then they were sucked back into the X-Men series, and then they were relaunched as a U.S. government-sponsored team incorporating secondary characters. And then it was brought back in 2005, and they became a detective agency. Oh, God. And that's when Peter David wrote it. And that's when it got all cool because of the whole uh, Richter and, and Shatterstar being together, uh, it, it, a gay relationship. Shatterstar was, like, was gay? Uh, he might be bi, but well, not they were still planet. together. He's not in anything. They were, they were, da- they were banging. Dude, it's all bestiality this, at This that guy point, needs as many interesting characteristics as he can get. Before I found out he was bi, the most interesting thing about him was his ponytail. Well, he's not bi. He's not a human being. He's close enough. He's, he's a humanoid. He's just a creature that happens to like to have sex with Aren't other we all? forms. Yeah, right? That's what's weird that we have all these titles for things, isn't it? I'm sure, oh God. But when you think about it, it's like, in the end, we're all gonna, just Shatterstar having sex gonna, with uh, all the different genders of humans. Made some more ag- I, aggressive sound effects. God I did find out, though, in my Googlings uh, that Peter Milligan wrote uh, oh, X-Force. Peter Milligan's the shit. I love Peter Milligan. He, Go read Enigma. It's a great book. He, read, he wrote X-Force for... Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not saying there weren't some great people that came through. I'm, I'm just saying I don't understand the, the purpose of X Force other than to just make put X's on more books. Yeah, that was it. That it was the point. To kids but you like think me. they would at least come up with an idea? To this day, I still don't know what Shadow of the Bat was. I'm a huge Batman fan. I read a bunch of issues. I have a bunch of issues with Shadow of the Bat. I still don't know what the point of Shadow of the Bat was other than to make another Batman title. Great. There we go. So anyway, my point is, I don't fuck fuck my point. So anyway. <laughs> So Deadpool's uh, already beat up somebody who looks like Rogue, but I don't think it's Rogue. No, and it's Siren. I know who it is. I'm just Siren. being silly. I'm just being difficult. And then, uh, so uh, Deadpool decides to jump in on uh, uh, Shatterstar using a Cowabunga dude. He's using uh, he's using some Ninja Turtles uh, slang there. Well, they were See? a big deal at the time. See, he's right. still he's still the same character that we know from the Ryan Reynolds film. I don't know about that. I, I was told that he was like that. really different. He's not different. Well, he's, the, the he's already thing. been around for a couple of years at this point, though. This is oh. not his first appearance. Um, he's been around for a little bit, but yeah, basically, um, holy shit, look at this panel. I know, look at his thighs. So we got Deadpool doing like a like a, an aerial spin kick kind of move, Yeah. and his thigh is definitely like at least twice as thick as his, as his skull. Like I Did wish, I not already bring this up? Well, this is a different thigh. I wish that was a th- like a slab of like uh, elk that I hunted. 
and I could keep that in my freezer and then eat it periodically throughout the year. You know what it looks like? It looks like uh, they just had uh, the artist just draw a bunch of separate limbs and put them in a file. <laughs> And then, like, as the, the books came out, he would just take them out of the file and just assemble them. Hey, let's all keep in mind that these guys aren't being paid a lot. No. They have a super deadline. Yeah. Well, and also, at the time, we weren't collecting every issue like we are now. So it was like, I don't have time to do this book. I'm just going to shit it out in a night, and no one will ever see it again. But now we collect everything. Like, every book is going to be collected in yeah, a trade a few months later. Yeah, this is on the internet forever. Yeah, it ain't His going nowhere. art will live on forever. Yeah. So, so all you starving artists out there... This guy's artwork is going to live on longer than yours, yeah. longer than anything you'll ever do in your pathetic life. And you're sitting here listening to a podcast about a comic book from the nineties. What kind of person are you? Yeah. What wearing, kind of life are you? He's wearing living? the mask. Yeah, We've been well. talking for like 15 minutes and we're on page three. No, we're wow. good. Well, well, it's almost there's over. There's nothing going on in this fucking I know. comic book. I know. Nothing happens for, for a book that has a lot of like bodies and people getting thrown around. Nothing happens at all. No, I agree. This is far I, okay, more go interesting. Back, go back, go back. What are we go going back, back to? Oh, we got to go back. Right there, right there. Where? Okay, so like uh, this is the best part of the comic book. And uh, Deadpool says something real badass. He says, instead of just roughing you up, I'm going to kill you cold. And then it's this uh, close-up of his eyes. It's like squinty fucking ninja eyes. That's badass, huh? Yeah, that's real badass. <laughs> what do you guys want? It's it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad when I can't tell if his dialogue is supposed to be a joke or threatening. It's like I both. Is, am I going to I'm going to kill you cold? Is that supposed to scare me or make me laugh? Dude, it's the 1990s. I'm fucking 11. So give me a break. I'm not holding this against 11-year-old you. I'm holding this, this against mid-30s this, you. But this was who it was made for. Let's, Mor- let's morons? That, yeah, absolutely. I <laughs> like like who's making those books now. Look at this split that Deadpool's doing here. What year did this come out again? 1993. Like that's some good. That's some you good existed. Sp- I existed. I was five. That's See, old this enough. Is how good? This is old enough to get started. This is why I love. I have a lot of hope for humanity because of every generation. People I know, like people complain that kids are dumber. I think they're way smarter than the previous generation I agree. by like a thousand. Which makes me think, how dumb were the kids a hundred years ago? Dude, I'm one of those kids who was dumb fucking twenty years ago, and I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't know how we functioned. Yeah, it's amazing we didn't all just <laughs> fall off a cliff somewhere. Like we didn't just like see somebody fall off a cliff and immediately do it ourselves and just set off a chain reaction. Like and we all had die. zero education, zero, mm. and everything we were told was wrong by people who were insane. It's cool. Then my generation came around and protested it. Good for you. Complained about it on Twitter. You ain't Is found it yet because we ain't equals. And then uh, that's that's Deadpool representing capitalism, smashing oh yeah. my God. the USSR. There's no, way that, there's no way that's true. Yeah, that's what that represents. He says he, but he's <laughs> taking care of business, so obviously capitalism. Obviously, he means Ronald Reagan. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We're talking about Ronald Reagan. Everybody was talking about Ronald Reagan in 1993. It was no a big topic to of conversation. No reason to kill today when I could beat up tomorrow. That's just an excuse. So that's what he's, his voiceover box is saying. But there's that's just an excuse to not kill off lucrative characters. Yep. Like there's a, I hate that in comics when someone's like, I could kill you, but instead I want to send him at... No, you just want to have that character come back indefinitely. Start killing these characters. I don't like this. I don't care for it. Yeah, it's hard to get investment when you know that everyone is safe. That's that's too much. And when they do die, they're going to come right back. Okay. So then we cut over and we see uh, some what looks like Domino uh, looking at... So Domino's at, um, this lady who's got like... She's got a white face and a, a black patch over one of her eyes, but it's like part of her skin. Like a domino. Yeah, like we discussed domino. this before, and we couldn't in a previous episode. We couldn't tell if it was makeup and, or not. Uh, and she's got a leather jacket, and she's hanging out watching TV about people she's on a team with. And uh, 
Deadpool sneaking up on her. Yeah. And so they're like, uh, what, what's going on here? Why you, why you, you know, are you getting soft? Are you getting soft on the team? And we're all like, well, whoa, what's going on? Domino's a double agent. Luckily, nobody cares. <laughs> so the tension is not building at all. Yeah, so it's, this character we just learned about, Domino, is actually not really Domino because someone else is Domino. So, yeah, Deadpool keeps calling her Vanessa, which isn't her name. Yeah. Um, I wonder yeah. what Vanessa's really like. This is a good comic to read if like you have blood pressure issues because you're going to be so uninvested in the comic that it won't get you riled up and you can just fall asleep. I bet if I read X-Force number one and got to this point, I bet I would be super into it. Super I'm like, stoked. I'm like, whoa, D- Domino is not really Domino. Holy shit. What? Nobody what? cares. I still don't know what X-Force is all about. So far, it's just murdering people who live in the sewer. Yeah. Well, again, I think it was about setting up Cable to be like a big bad guy, but... You know, who gives a shit? So uh, then uh, this non-Domino Domino fights back, kicks Deadpool in what might be the crotch, but the artwork right is too crotch. bad to tell. No, And then right, like right and then, like, the some balls. weird purple gel comes off his body. Right, that means you got kicked in the balls. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you get kicked in the crotch. It just yeah, comes, it just comes out of your pores. James. Well, yeah. I, do, I wear a codpiece everywhere I go. I bet Deadpool does too. You would think any superhero would. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you wear a codpiece? Like every, and, and you think the women would all wear some sort of like breastplate, but they don't. Sometimes they do. Wonder well, Woman does. Yeah, yeah, but it's also armor. This like, lady's wearing kind of armor. It's just no. Mad she's just Max. wearing a leather jacket. In fact, I think we see her nipples in a previous panel. So either those nipples oh, that's are that's just artistic. Uh, that's artistic liberty. That's a button. That's a. <laughs> that's you a good, saw a nipple. Good placement on that button. Yeah, you, it, it's perfect. Yeah, it's. When I was the age there, of, but it's a button. That's going to chafe, isn't it? Well, yes. This is, that was, see, this was their target audience, though, kids that want to know if it's a button or not. What? Yes. A lot of button And there's button her fans. vagina. There's so <laughs> there is one of the most awkward fucking... Okay, so it's... How do we describe this? So Domino uh, is... She's, she's doing an air, aerial kick, and she's got her palms down, and she's, like, standing on her palms... Feet completely spread out, and we're looking just straight into Vag Highway. <laughs> so she's fighting Deadpool. Apparently, they know each other. So, and Deadpool is being super rapey by saying yeah. that she's just playing hard to get, which is really inappropriate and some toxic masculinity well, that would not fly. It would not fly. In the as he's hitting her, post by the Weinstein way, world. Well, he respects her as a teasing me as, as a fellow he, operative. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Like if you're he, in a fight with a uh, fellow operative, gender goes out the window. Right. She has other talents besides just basic testosterone-driven strength. Exactly. You have to defend yourself. That's right. Any means necessary. Because you work for Mr. Tolliver that we learn right now, and that mean that name means nothing. No. It's a, it's in bold like it's supposed to matter, and we just don't care. It seems like this is just a bunch of spy groups created to spy on the spy groups that were created to spy on the original spy groups. Yeah. And that, that, one, doesn't, a, and that one doesn't exist anymore. A Neil Gaiman uh, Miracle Man slash Marvel Man story was like a city where everybody thinks they're spies. Like it, it was it was part of the utopia. And part of the utopia of this world was that if you were paranoid and you believed, you know, you needed for your psychology to believe that you were part of some secret agency, they would put you in this town where everybody there thought they were part of some secret agency so they were constantly spying on one another and it gave them that fulfillment that they needed that's fucked up it was pretty fucked up but it made it kept them all happy until know, somebody it feels it like our society doesn't it yeah, well you know keeping me happy keeping like, me sedate. I, I know but i mean like uh it feels that way right like everyone knows what everyone's up to and we're like reporting on each other to no one yeah i like it that's like this is where you should insert that rock that is rockwell <laughs> song that i always feel like Somebody's watching oh, no. me. I got a, I got a way more uh, effective hit for that. Uh, there you go. Ah. That was before I came in. 
Looking for that little, little bong hit. There we go. You do um, not get paranoid when you do that usually, by the way. What? Bong hits? Yeah. Don't tell people Sometimes. how they I said usually. Oh, there are times where I get hella paranoid. Yeah, you can't speak for all the that's potheads part of the out fun, there. I speak for all potheads out there. It's supposed to be f- part of the... F- like, life's supposed to be paranoid and terrifying. Like, if you take that away, that's the whole point of being alive, right? Wow, deep. That was deep stuff, bro. All right, all right. Drugs. So they're going to get through this... So so they're going to get through this fight, and this Domino... Uh, not Domino, Vanessa, uh, manages to get away from Deadpool. Like, all this is pretty cool looking. Like, him chasing her, and, like, it's all, like... This is a long fight. I mean, like, if I bought this comic book uh, for what I wanted, just testosterone-driven fights and lar- large words it was before x body spray so you needed something yeah like this is xbox it would have been x body spray x body x body spray the comic book dude this is xbox the comic book yeah <laughs> wow do we really do love that x don't we, we put yeah it fucking right? i looked everywhere. it up at some point associated with this there are five other teams that start with x including extreme yeah. x-men Ooh, they were extreme though and Deadpool is part of Weapon X. Weapon X, and then we had X-Men. Do you think, hey, do you think, because X-Men goes back to the 60s, do you think X-Men is why we started thinking X was cool? Yes. Do you think that's why yes. we put X in everything in the Absolutely. 90s? Absolutely. I don't know. Well, Absolutely. that isn't the 90s Generation X. Maybe it's X-Ray. It didn't, yeah, but we didn't have, we didn't start calling generations by their letter designation until Generation X, I don't think. Maybe it all goes back to algebra. <laughs> Solve for X. <laughs> I think it goes back to Jack Kirby desperately looking for a ripoff of uh, Doom Patrol, but you know, I never read Doom Patrol. Doom and Patrol I did grow up reading X Men, and that was my favorite. So I'll wow. defend it. I think I think this is where the X came from. I think we're witnessing the birth of of, of like extreme nineties. Yeah, this was it for sure. Jim Lee, Rob Liefeld. Yeah, this is when I started reading comics. So uh, Deadpool accuses Vanessa of going soft and 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 falling for Cable and the team. And for, she's there for some reason. Like I don't see them. Like what would be the benefit of spying on any of these people? Like none of them create any monetary down. wealth. Taking them down because they're they're in the way. I don't, I don't know. It's of clearing what? the way for an <laughs> I don't who? know. They're they're ostensibly good guys, and so the bad guys want to <laughs> intel on the good guys. That's the premise of every comic book we've ever read. I know, but like at least there's something driving driving it here. It's just teams against teams for no reason. So Deadpool finally just backhands Domino. Oh no, that doesn't work either. How long is this goddamn <laughs> fight? Every time Deadpool like palm strikes, I go, well, that's the end of the fight. And then it goes on for four more pages. Dude, it's like an actual fight in a relationship. This is yeah. a great representation. Every, you keep thinking like, it's over and it just ain't over. It just ain't over. And she finally, finally the woman says enough. And then you know, it's actually over. Cause it's a full page splash. So Bam. she she kicks him again in the crotch. It's the exact same panel from before. It's just bigger of 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 Deadpool getting kicked in the crotch by uh, this Domino Vanessa lady, um, and then her vagina falls out or something. And he, that doesn't hurt him either. No, he keeps going. He keeps it's going. Not over. Fight is it's not- still. <laughs> He's just like of me, no, babe. Enough of us. Which is like, are you are you dumping her mid fight? Tr- there'll be trouble. Trouble <laughs> it is for you. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so Deadpool finally knocks her out, says, don't forget who you are, where you came from. Uh, don't dump on Tolliver. Uh, it would be a very bad mistake. Uh, when this gig is done, you're still Vanessa. Uh, you're still Tolliver property. Ooh. Yeah, whoever Tolliver is and whoever Vanessa he is. He likes pale chicks. Yes, he does. Because I guess Cable does? I don't know. There's a button slash nipple. We'll never know now. One? Yeah, yeah, putting them buttons on them nipples. Uh-huh, we'll never know now what that was supposed to be because she's a mutant. So it's like, well, don't make 
me come back to tell you again because all that whole fight was pointless like this whole book so what he sets it up with just consider this a friendly friendly reminder reminder. it seems like this whole book is nothing but people like fighting each other in secret and not wanting everyone else to know they just had a fight because they have ulterior motives so then we cut to a shield helicarrier some dude who's got the worst constipation face I've ever seen in my life is on a video screen. It's Kane, and he's talking to some military guy. He's also constipated, but man. stoic about being constipated. He's all right with it. He's, he's wistful about like, it. Hey, we think Cable's running this group called X-Force, but we also think he's running this group called the Mutant Liberation Front. But yeah. they're kind of going against each other, but they're also on the same side. And my muscles are so big that none he's of this bulging. is... Like, what, the, what purpose those boots serve? Are they just to they maintain even, they, his they mass? They just to hold him up. That's why you had the metal boots. So then we see the, the reveal of Weapon Prime, a which is a bunch of shit. Another team of shitty guys another you don't care about. With cool half coats, half jackets. Half jackets and, half jackets and, ooh, and half long jackets. feathery hair. This guy's shirt is torn. And then, uh, <laughs> and then we wrap up the book. Uh, a castle in Austria, which is uh, some, some phantom guy. And his little toady no, guy. No, that's Mr. Tolliver. That's what. Mr. Oh, that's yeah, Mr. Tolliver. Yeah, Mr. He Tolliver. just is a guy yeah, in a trench coat yeah. with a hat because it's the 90s. And then he uh, comes up to his uh, his slave that he's got hanging, and we see the slave in silhouette. I bet you Mr. Tolliver is just Mr. Sinister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needed something to do, didn't he? And I then bet we you see that's who that is. the big reveal that his slave is the real Domino. <gasps> is that really like? That's the big reveal. That's the. That's, that's the, the big. Look, we, this is the last page. Who, I well, I just. Dun dun dun. <laughs> I feel like that would have been called nope. immediately. Nope. That's it. That's it. What do you guys think? Yeah, 90s kids are dumb. What about you, Mike? Uh, I think this guy who wrote this saw a lot of action movies and knows that, that plot twists and big muscle characters will sell his book and uh, he can pay his rent. I think he did a good job paying his rent. I'll give it a two out of five Liefieldisms. Rob, have you had any formal art training? No. Just uh, a lot of imagination, I think. Make it some high-tech mumbo-jumbo, give him some more lines, more lines, you know, looks like more technology, more hardware. That's his approach. More uh, lines, more hardware. More it's technology. Genesis. I look, I, it, Tolliver's Genesis. Oh, well, there you go. Now you don't need to read because I know you're planning to otherwise. Yep. Uh, closing plugs. Uh, Facebook fan pages at facebook.com slash darksidescouch. The current episodes are at soundcloud.com slash darksidescouch. And the archived episodes are at darksidescouch.blogspot.com. Mike, what are we doing next time? So it's our anniversary. 50 uh, episodes. So that means Batman. But also, for the first time ever, we're actually going to read a book that has Darkseid in it. We're going to talk about Darkseid. We're going to finally explain what the hell the name of the podcast is. Shay's going to be here to break up the sexual tension between Mike and I. It's It's, so sexy. It's going to be great. So, uh, yeah, and then we'll figure out how the hell to do this podcast again, because I kind of don't remember. That's it. Anybody else got anything else? No. Goodbye. Fucking cable.